Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Julia Kender, and I am here to bring you the latest and greatest in all things Devils news, analytics, and opinions. So starting this Friday, hopefully, um, I am going to be doing a Devils mailbag. So try to get your questions, comments, and concerns into me uh, via Twitter, via email, um, at LockedOnDevils at on Twitter and at LockedOnDevils at gmail.com for Gmail. Um, Just give me your questions, comments, concerns about the team, uh, about what I talk about, anything really regarding the Devils. Also, do not forget that you can subscribe to Locked on Devils on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you receive your podcasts, and that you don't miss an episode. All right. So last night's game against Boston was not ideal. It was not a good game. Um, the Devils did not play well, and they lost 5-1. to one. So that's also not ideal. Um, I'm just starting to think and, you know, haven't thought this before or anything, but I'm just thinking maybe Corey Schneider wasn't the problem. I know. Crazy, huh? Crazy thought, but maybe, just maybe, it wasn't Corey Schneider who hasn't been playing much. It wasn't all his fault. I uh, have a lot of qualms with the coaching, uh, especially Coach Hines, Coach Jonathan Hines. Um, I do not like his coaching style. I don't like him and what he his decisions have been uh his weird line changes his systems all of it is just it's become an issue and the fact that the devils can't see that or can't admit that um left Corey Schneider to take some of the blame and I think that's kind of stupid considering Corey Schneider played only a few games for the devils um so far this year or this season um so I just don't see how we could put all the blame on Corey Schneider um especially when the coaching staff is the way that it is so um I just wanted to bring that up um what are your guys' thoughts let me know uh let me know after you listen to this or while you're listening to this even um, and let me know what you think is the problem here, what you think the devil's issue is. Because last night, there were a lot of issues, but I think the underlying issue is the coaching staff. Uh, that might just be me. I have a feeling it's not just me, but yeah, I think the coaching staff is a main underlying big issue for this team, and it's kind of why the team plays the way that they do. So, speaking of the way that the team plays, um, that's, you know, they play without confidence, really. They play very defensive, and that's okay if you're a defensive team. However, they play like they're on a penalty kill. Um, Like, they, they play, like, hectic and, like, I don't know, spastic defense. They don't play like they're even strength. Um, 
I don't know what the issue there is. And this is just something I noticed from last night. This is not an ongoing thing. It could be, but it's just something that I realized last night is that they play defense as if they're in a penalty kill. Um, Watching the game last night against the Bruins, they were playing like they were down a man. They were playing like they were down the entire game, even when they weren't. So that's kind of weird and rough. Um, And that's not going to get you everything or anything, really. Let's be real. Um, I don't think that playing defense the way that they had been last night uh, was the right way to go against the Bruins. The Bruins are a tough team. Um, I said this in yesterday's podcast, which I happened to forget to post, and then the game happened, so you probably didn't listen to it because why would you have listened to it after the game happened? Um, that was all on me. I posted the, I posted, uh, the podcast at like, I want to say one o'clock yesterday, um, maybe even earlier, and I just forgot to tweet it out. Um, so that's on me. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, especially because you guys missed a podcast from me on Friday. Uh, I just feel really bad about that, but, you know, I digress. What can you do, really? Um, But I mentioned yesterday in the podcast that the Devils, oops, the Bruins are a very difficult team to play against. They are very strong defensively. They're very aggressive offensively, and they have great goaltending. They are a good, solid team. And the Devils coming into this game had to have known that. And had to have been prepared for that. And the more I think about it, the more I realize maybe that's why Coach Hines put Wood up on, I believe it was the second line. Um, I believe he did that because we needed a little more offense. Um, Or not a little more offense, sorry. Yeah, Miles Wood, the guy who creates offense, right? (laughs) Sorry, I... That's not what I meant. Um, I meant I think that he did that because they needed a little more aggression in the lineup um, rather than just having the fourth line be a bruiser's line, um, especially with John Hayden back in the lineup, you know. And maybe that's why he put John Hayden back in the lineup because he knew that we needed to have people who can finish checks, who can be aggressive, who can put their body on the line. Um Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm just giving Coach Hines way too much credit here. Um, But maybe that was his thought process. Um, And I think we needed to be more uh, aggressive than we were. I think we needed to finish checks and not be as sloppy as we were. Um, Sloppiness really got the better of the Devils last night. And it was rough. It was rough to see because they could have played a more even game had they been smarter with the puck. Treat yourself to the meal that you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKEDON. Listening on the go? 
If you can't visit DoorDash right now, you can find this and all other offers from Locked On Sponsors at LockedOnPodcast.com backslash offers. So as I mentioned, the confidence was a big issue last night. And I don't know if it was just confidence or if it was something more than that. It was, it was like, they were just not smart with the puck. And I don't know if that's a confidence issue. I don't know if, you know, the more they got scored on, the less they felt like they knew what they were doing. Um, I'm really unsure if I can call that a confidence issue. Um... But it seemed to me like they weren't making smart plays. They weren't making plays that an NHL team should be making. They weren't finishing their checks. They were giving up sloppy turnovers. They were letting breakaways happen. Um, It was just kind of a mess of a game. And gosh, I have to bring up the fact that the Devils, I mean the Bruins, second time I've done that, um, the Bruins had two goals in the first period with only six shots on goal. So that leads me to think, like, what what is going on here? What is going wrong? You know? Is it... It's not Corey Schneider. Corey Schneider wasn't in net for that. Mackenzie Blackwood is a solid goaltender. Uh, the defense? Was it the defense? Was it the systems that they're playing? Was it the fact that the forwards weren't playing defense as strongly as they could have. Like, what What was it? What led the Bruins to have th- two goals on six shots? That's ridiculous. They can't let that happen. Um, I'm, like, really angry talking about this because that's just stupid. That's just not good hockey. And of all teams, the Bruins... Like, you let that happen with the Bruins. You're not smarter. You're not taking preventative measures. You're just letting the Bruins kind of control the game. And as soon as the Bruins got those two goals, and Pasternak got one of them, and that was one of my predictions, that of course David Pasternak was going to get a goal because he always freaking scores because he's David freaking Pasternak. Um... But as soon as those two goals were scored, it's like all of the air was taken out of the Devils. They just didn't play smart last night. And I feel like they could have had more opportunities. They could have created more opportunities for themselves. Had they come out with more confidence and not sloppy right off the bat. Because honestly, right off the bat, like within the first five minutes, there was like a really bad turnover and the Bruins got a breakaway and like, it's just things like that. That just can't happen. Um, I just, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I think the coaching needs to change and maybe the Devils are going to follow in the Leafs' footsteps. The Leafs today, if you have not heard, which I'm sure you have because hockey Twitter basically exploded over this, um, but Mike Babcock was finally fired for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, So maybe the Devils are going to see that and see that the Toronto Maple Leafs hopefully turn around. I say hopefully because for our sake. Um, Hopefully they turn around. Hopefully the Devils will see that. 
oh, a coaching change can make things happen instead of setting down the backup goaltender. Who would have thunk? And they fire Coach Heinz's butt. <laughs> That's just a hope that I have. Um, I don't, don't think that it'll happen, but it's a hope. You can always keep hoping because with this team, there's very little else to do but hope. All right, let's get into one of my favorite things to talk about now, and let's talk about power plays. <laughs> Special teams, you know, Julia's favorite thing. Um, last night, like, they sucked. <laughs> the power plays, the special teams sucked, to put it lightly. Um, they were not good. It's like we literally just had two minutes of elapsed game time. They did not play like they were on a power play. They didn't play strong. Um, Let me look at my notes here. Um, They failed to make clean passes. They failed to get shots on goal, which, you know, is, you know, the primary goal of the game is to get shots on goal. And when you're up on a five-on-four, it's, you know, a little easier to get shots on goal you would think, right? I would think that. However, I'm just, you know, a small 21-year-old girl who lives in Chicago, doesn't even live in New Jersey. So maybe, maybe I'm, I have this all wrong. (laughs) But I don't think I do. I think the devils are just being dumb. And, like, I hate being like, oh, this was stupid, oh, this was dumb. But last night's game was not good. They made some really bad plays. They made some really not smart decisions. Um, And it just led to Bruins' opportunities, Bruins' chances, Bruins' goals even. So I feel like... I don't get to go off very often. I I try not to. I try to be positive. I try to see things in a different light. Um, I try my hardest to not be like, this team is stupid, this team is dumb. But something's got to change, man. This, This game was not good. And it would be different if this were just a not good game in the middle of like a winning streak or something. But this is, this is a pattern for the Devils. They have not good games consistently. Um, they have these games where they have low confidence. They have these games where they don't play smart with the puck, where they don't finish ch- their checks. They don't generate a lot of chances. And it's too much. It's just become too much, and something's got to change. And I'm not saying... We need to send Corey Schneider down to the minors because that was, I'm just going to keep using this word, stupid. That was a stupid decision. Um, I don't see how that is going to generate anything but take away some leadership in the locker room. Corey Schneider, he's a great leader in the locker room. He takes responsibility for his actions and his play as well as being a leader to the young guys and even the older guys. So taking him out of the locker room after he hadn't played in however many games was just not the smartest decision. Um, 
I don't think that it benefits the team in any way to take him out of the equation. Um, I know I keep dwelling on this, but something's got to change. Something big has to change. There needs to be a palpable change. The team needs to feel it. The team needs to be reinvigorated. And they need to play like, I don't know what. But they need to play different than how they have been playing. That's for sure. All right. I want to talk about the first period for just a little bit. Because the beginning of the first period, the first five minutes, um, you know, kind of sucked. <laughs> um, they were sloppy, and it was kind of a foreshadowing to how this game was going to go. However, there was some positive, because I'm going to try to find that positive. There was some positive, okay? So let me talk about that for now. Um Halfway through the first period, and this is not the positive yet, okay? Halfway through the first period, the Devils had, and I'm serious about this, zero shots on goal. What? (laughs) I'm sorry, like, zero shots on goal halfway through the first period? What's going on? But then you look at the Bruins. They only had two shots on goal, even though the Devils played very poorly and the Bruins should have had more chances. They only had two. So what was that about? Well, I'll tell you. (laughs) Um, Both teams did a really good job of limiting zone zone entries. Um, They made it hard for the opposing team to enter the zone and get set up that was like something very positive to see with the devils at the first half of the first period and yeah i'm focusing on the first half of the first period not just the first period in general the first half of the first period because that's how little of good i could find in last night's game um Yeah, so they limited the zone entries for the Bruins, and they had their own zone entries limited too, um, but they limited zone entries for the Bruins, and they made it hard for them to set up. And this is something the Devils are actually pretty good at, is especially when they are playing a man down, uh, when they're playing on the penalty kill. Um, They're pretty good at limiting zone entries and kind of constricting the team to their own standards and their own, like, I don't know, ways of play, I guess. Um, When they're a man down, they're, they're pretty good at that. They're good at putting pressure on and just kind of inhibiting the other team. And while they weren't a man down at this point in time, um, they they were able to still limit the zone entries for the Devils, or for the Bruins, my bad. Um, Third time today, if we're keeping count. Maybe it's been more. I don't know. Y'all can let me know. (laughs) Um, Anyway, they made it hard on the Bruins to get set up in their own zone, 
which was positive. This is a positive thing. And that's something that we can take away from this is that this team isn't helpless. And I don't think this team ever has been helpless. I think this team is a byproduct of the coaching that they're losing because of the coaching right now. I don't think that they're bad. I don't think that they're a bad team. I don't think they have the makeup of a bad team. I don't think these players want to be losing. I think the players want to be winning more than anyone else. Um, I mean, imagine going to work every day and just losing. That would suck. I don't think these players want this. I think that they're doing the best they can with the coaching that they're given. And that's rough. It's rough to see. It's rough for the fans. And it's just not, it's not the making of a good team. So I think that's something, as I've been saying throughout this whole, whole episode, is that something has to change. And I've been saying this since the beginning of the, um, the beginning of this season, the beginning of this podcast season, and the season for the Devils in general. I've been saying that the coaching staff needs to change. Um, so I'm going to leave you guys with that and call it a day. Let me know what you guys think. If you think Hines should be fired, or if you think Hines has nothing to do with this and it's all on the team, because I'm tired. I'm tired of watching this team lose so much. I'm tired of watching this team not be able to, you know, put up a good fight when they should be able to. So that is it for me today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this one. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please don't forget that you can follow Locked on Devils on Twitter, as well as me on Twitter at JK underscore Kender, K-E-N-D-E-R. Thank you again for listening, and go Devils!